Okay. Okay. We have a lot to talk about today. We do. We just experienced something. <laughs> and, and if you missed last week's episode, somehow, what are you doing? Go listen right now. Yeah. We're talking all things euphoria today. Spoilers. This week's episode. There will be spoilers. So this is your chance to bow out right now. <laughs> right now. We're going to go all into it before we do that, however. Okay. We have to play a, a crucial game. Yes. Of <gasps> F. Mary Kill. First up, for the ladies, we yes. have Zendaya, Sydney Sweeney, and Alexa Demi, oh which gosh. are Rue, Cassie, and Maddie. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's tough, right? <laughs> Let me do Not the actress. So easy. Let me do the actresses. Yeah, do actresses first. I'd marry Zendaya yeah. in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. I think she's everything. Mm-hmm. And then I would F Sydney Sweeney. I think she's mm-hmm. an it girl. Love yeah. her. And then I'd unfortunately kill Alexa Demi. Yeah. Okay. For me, same, Mary Zendaya. I think I'd also kill Alexa mm-hmm. and then F. Sydney. Yeah, because isn't Alexa rumored to be like 34 years old? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She may, some say she's been alive for centuries. I love it. <laughs> I think she's amazing. For their characters? Characters, it's tricky. It's because... a little trickier because they're all equally flawed. Yeah. I think I'd kill Rue. Mm. Sorry, Rue. Mm. My girl, Sorry. <laughs> I would kill Rue. I would F Cassie and marry Maddie. Yeah. Okay. One more round. Okay. All right. We're switching that to the guys. So we have Jacob Alordi, mm-hmm. Angus Cloud, mm-hmm. Dominic Fike, mm-hmm. which are Nate, Fezco, and Elliot. Okay. These are the ones I know already. Oh, let's go. You've been thinking about it. <laughs> For the actors themselves. I already know the answer. I would marry Jacob. Mm. Yes. I, what? I love an accent. Okay. That's fair. I'd marry Jacob. I would F Angus and then kill Dominic. Okay. I also think because he's I a musician, thought, his career will further like yeah, premature it's, death. It's tricky. And then in the show, mm-hmm. I would marry Fesco, mm-hmm. F Nate, and kill Elliot. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, actors, I would probably kill Angus. Your boy. I'm sorry. He's off the table. Wow. I would F Dominic and marry Jacob. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Boys, Easy. Boys is stud. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. He's and kind his of career is only going to take off too. Oh, totally. As an actor. And who, who knows what else he is? He does photography and stuff. I know High that. fashion models. I know. There's Australian? No Come on now. <laughs> Giving Australian. It's, it's game over. <laughs> it's okay. a wrap. As the characters, mm-hmm. I'd kill Nate. Mm. I'd F Fezco and I'd marry Elliot. Really? I think so. He got Fe- you. Fezco, there's too much danger involved right. to, to commit long term. Right. He's a sweetie, which we learned in this episode, mm-hmm. but I don't know. He comes with a lot of package. Elliot could become Dominic. <laughs> That's why it's it's a little easy. <laughs> right, right. Hey everybody, welcome back to Plotless. My name is Anthony, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, Kendall. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. And as you got from the intro of this, we are talking all things Euphoria this week. If you haven't been watching the show, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's on HBO. I mean, if you can't if you can't have HBO, it's fair. Psych. Find a way to watch Eight dollars a month. Come on, you can you That's can, a Starbucks. You can scarf it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two Starbucks a month for some of the best TV right now. I would say. Arguably. Not even just Euphoria. There's other great TV on HBO right mm-hmm. now. That's Gossip a, Girl. A topic for a different time. Yeah, Gossip Girl. <laughs> so much stuff. 
Righteous Gemstones. Have you watched that? Yes. Okay. We're gonna we're losing it already. <laughs> we're two minutes in. But what did we just watch, Kendall? We watched season two finale of Euphoria. Yes. Last episode, two episodes shorter than a season two parter. One. Yes, it was two, a two parter. To add. Yeah. But we just finished that. We actually haven't even had a conversation. We no. literally left. Got up from watching it. Came to this. Mouth wide it up, open. Have not even had one conversation yeah. about it. Nope. This is raw. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> what were you gonna, gonna say? say? Raw and uncut. <laughs> raw and uncut. Whoa. <laughs> like, I've heard raw and cut, but. <laughs> okay. Where do we even start? Let's start from the beginning. Of the season of the, of the two episodes. Well, yeah, let's. Mm, no, let's start. Let's just focus on the two parts. The two episodes. Should we give like a maybe a quick synopsis? Yeah. You want to do that? Sure. I'll take the ball. So for, again, spoilers, this entire episode, if you haven't watched it, get the heck out of here. You need to catch up. Goodbye, sister. Gone. Be gone. This season ended with a two-part episode, a grand finale, mm -hmm. if you may, centered around a play that essentially recaps the past two seasons that we as the audience have just watched. Right. But it's really smart because it incorporates new moments from the past that we haven't seen yet to further build the story, the narrative, our character development. I thought that was really interesting and well done how they did that. It wasn't just like a cheap recap Agreed. for like laughs or something. So it's a play about the characters and what we've gone through as audience members with them mm -hmm. and what they've gone through. And this play was written by one of the characters, Lexi, who kind of is flipping the script of what it means to be a supporting character. I love. Honestly, mm -hmm. we love it. She has her own little love arc that happens in these two episodes mm -hmm. that we see unfold in this episode. And it's just drama. All kinds. It is just everything is coming undone. Yes. So quickly. But we're here for it. But we're here for it and we're here to talk about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the play. The play. I think the play in and of itself was so fun. I it think was that was great. a great way. I would watch that play. No, same. I think the it was I need a hero scene. We crazy. I kind of predicted that because literally a week before this episode aired, I was like, Anthony, can you play holding out for a hero in your mm. car? Yeah. You denied me. Mm. And then it was on Euphoria. So I guess, yeah. Might have predicted that one. I think you did. But it was a great scene. It was. And it was like the full song. Yeah. It's like a full four minute There's scene. There's no way a high school would have gotten the rights no. to hold the out for you. Not at all. I don't know how euphoria did. Me. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, mm. I think it me. was fun. I think it was the first part of the two parter episode. So last week's. Yes, last week's. There wasn't a lot of a slow cast interaction, like genuine cast, mm -hmm. like. Rue or Maddie. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. It was like that. we were watching it with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this, a lot of nonverbal acting too a lot from the main it. cast, which was great. I love that. They were the supporting characters yeah. of that one. And then in this episode, we kind of got to like tie up loose ends, mm -hmm. which I appreciate, obviously, but there's still some heavy hitter questions, I feel like. So many. So many. The biggest thing that has come to fruition is what happened with Fez. Right. And Ash. Uh, yes. What I'm assuming is that that guy's name is Custer, right? Yeah. C Custer, Custer. Custer. I think. Yeah. Yes. Or that's what they called him. Mm -hmm. He basically was working with the cops mm -hmm. to like to frame, or not really frame because they did kill Mouse, but they 
called the cops and he was basically trying to stall him. Right. Probably a quid pro quo moment of like. Yeah. Like you help us, you're, you won't have to exactly. deal with any consequences. And man, the tension. I wonder how differently that episode would have gone if Ash didn't kill him. I know because it wasn't necessary. Right. But they still raided the house. Mm -hmm. Did they know? They have to have known. Or I think he was on the phone with the cop. So they killed him or Ash killed him. Which, dude, Ash was crazy. (laughs) Where did that come from? I think it was probably just protection. You know what I mean? Especially with Mouse. overprotective. Yes. And I don't think he wanted Fez to go down for that at all. So he was like, I'm literally just going to go full throttle. And it's... It's an interesting way to like depict nurture of a character Mm -hmm. because Ash clearly is the victim of his circumstance, which is why he just so easily just murdered three people. Yes. Without skipping a beat. Mm -hmm. And Fezco still is human enough to be like, dude, what are you doing? Right. You need to stop. And Ash was even going to those extents when he saw the person he was protecting like pleading and sobbing. Yeah, he didn't care. Didn't even didn't care. flinch. So I'm assuming Ash dies. Oh no, I think he's I think he got shot in the head. I think yeah. that's what we That was brutal. Oh. The little red light. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'm happy we now get to see more of Fezco. Right. But man, it was so backhanded. Yes. Because like, oh, we start to feel for him. He's very emotional and actually more deep than like just a drug dealer. Right. We see this with his like relationship with Lexi start to grow. His protective side with protective, Yeah. All just rug pulled. Right. Doesn't get to go to the play. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get to show his feelings to Lexi and then loses his brother. Yes. And out of all of the horrible characters on that show, like the fact that he got... He, even in last season, what he does to provide for him and his brother and his mom... Right. It's not noble per se, but like he does it because he has to. Mm -hmm. And he's like actually a good person. And even last season... He, like, doesn't give Rue drugs. He, like, yes. still is supportive this of her. This season, I don't think he Even this either. season, yeah. he he takes in Faye and helps her. Right. Like, he actually is probably the most grounded and, like, redeemable character in the whole cast. Exactly. And he, but he technically has is, is the worst person right. as a drug dealer. Right. And I think I just love that that's what they've done with his character. I, I think agree. it's great. What else from this finale? Can I say we love... Ruin recovery. I love that. Man, it felt so good to see her yes. actually like being her skin, healthy and her like laugh. that was so good. It also just goes to show yeah. what an incredible actress Zendaya is because obviously she was never on drugs. Yeah. But the way we see her now, it's like, oh, she's very noticeably in recovery. And I think it's mm-hmm. just so much to do. She's trying to actively heal and like forgive people yeah. and say, I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness, which mm-hmm. is huge. That that moment with Elliot was so good. Yeah. When she was like, I don't have many I forgive you. So like. Yeah. And even the reason she is forgiving him is because he did something to try to help her. Right. It's, it's so good. That was some of the best writing I feel like on the show so far. I has agree. been what we just saw with her. I agree. Because she went so quickly from like first season, you know, she's in the wrong, but you're still kind of rooting for her. This season, man, they made her so unlikable. Yes. Like, and obviously it was for a reason because I think this portrayal of addiction is so 
good and so hard-hitting. And I think for some people, it'll be like, whoa. Right. So then for her to like hit that low moment when she's Mm -hmm. like destroying their house and screaming at everybody to then rebound and like start to, oh, it's so good. It's amazing. It's so good. She did incredible. I was wondering how they were going to end it because season one was ended so well with Mm -hmm. the musical number. Yeah. It was incredible. So I was curious to see if it could Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I liked season one's ending of it better, mm-hmm. but this one still. Yeah, had its I think it was a solid finale. I think it. It was good. It it answered questions mm-hmm. and then left us wanting more, which I think is a good finale. I loved the moment where Cassie said, "Before I went on that stage, Nate broke up with me," yeah. and Maddie goes, "Just like, wait, just yeah. the beginning." Yeah, I loved that so much because it kind of shows Maddie's done. Like, yeah, she's, she's gotten putting... what she needs out mm-hmm. towards Cassie and Nate, especially Nate. She's yeah, and she's like, "If you you saw what I went through with him, mm-hmm. and you for some reason in supporting me through that, decided that it'd be something good for yourself, right?" But he's who he is. Right. He's manipulative. He doesn't really care. And if he's not getting what he wants, it, mm-hmm. you don't matter to him. You're disposable. I think that was the best thing she could have possibly yeah. said. Like that. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh, goodness. So good. Just the beginning. Like that was incredible. Yeah. I think also because to it was kind of tricky. Of like, how are they going to end that? And I think that was enough. Like that was something where they don't show Cassie and Nate interacting again this episode. Uh-huh. They don't show Maddie and Nate interacting this episode. Mm-hmm. But that little interaction kind of tells you what you need to, to know of like yeah. where they all stand. Where where it's all at. It's crazy. What do you think about Nate and his dad? Nate and Cal. Mm, I feel do like. feel good about that? I do don't know. Feel? I would say my opinion is definitely different than I'm happy we figured out what happened with Nate and his dad. I think that was. Good. Yes. Because that was definitely a huge thing that was like. Everyone's like, mm, where does this trauma stem from? Right. I liked it. Honestly, yeah. and I know that that can be. Tricky. It was sad. It was. It was. Yeah. It was very sad. I think a lot of the audience was very quick to be like, totally team Cal. I, I was not. Neither was I. I think that's also just a huge A twenty four thing is like making you think these characters are really good. Yeah. I. It's like in Midsummer and everything too. It's like and it's like no like look at what they've no, done they suck. so i was never a big fan of cal i mean it's obviously heartbreaking for somebody to have to go through that at a young age and like what he went through mm-hmm. however it's like an explanation but it's not an excuse i think what we saw with them finally giving us that little nugget of information mm-hmm. on nate again shows the parallel between him and his dad totally but for the same reason my thing with cal and getting his backstory was like oh you understand the trauma and like the hardship that this right. character went through but they still ultimately chose the wrong decision, which doesn't make them redeemed, but it makes you understand what can happen when you don't choose the right thing. And Nate is in the same boat. Exactly. We see, oh, there's sympathy. Like we understand, but Mm -hmm. he still has continuously chosen the wrong thing. I agree. I also think too, like it was sad. It was a sad scene seeing him there, Uh you know, seeing him with alcohol. And it's like, he's like, I'm, not really that much happier. It was definitely yeah. heart wrenching to be like, mm, like mm. at what cost did you? Yeah. You gave everything away, right? But it, in a way, as much as I probably hate to admit it, it was a satisfying like ending oh, yeah. to the cow so. situation. I think. Don't know why there was a gun, but <laughs> like, yeah, Nate just loves being like, I'm gonna shoot you. But why is a gun? Yeah, truck. Yeah, going ninety. Going ninety. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did like that aspect of it i mean 
you can definitely feel for him, but it was a good way to close it. And it also, again, kind of gives us hope that maybe Nate might maybe one day change. I think he can. I think they're propping that up a little bit. Right. Because he's yeah. self-aware. He yeah, says, no, totally. We get off on hurting people. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. You see what you're doing. Yeah. Toxic. Are you going to keep doing it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> makes my skin crawl a little bit, to be honest. All right. Uh, man. I don't know. So what do we think of season two overall mm-hmm. now that we've come to this conclusion, so to speak? I think season two was a perfect example of what like a season two looks like. Of yeah. Character progression. It's mm-hmm. It doesn't have the elements of the first one of like carnivals and proms and high school cheerleading teams and pretty outfits, right? Yeah. It's more of like... Okay. So you got the gist. We're developing a storyline now. Starting new stories, Mm -hmm. like what we got with Alexi, even Rue's sister. Right. Some stuff like that. So I like, in that aspect, it's great. Mm -hmm. I think something we've talked about a lot is just Kat's storyline. It's. I know, you're a Kat stan. I am. A Barbie stan. First and foremost, but like even just as a fan, like if I wasn't, where the hell. But there's going to be more seasons. Right, but this season there was just nothing about well, her except for her jeopardizing relationship and then that was it. Yeah. Which was hard to see because she had this huge like a trajectory in season honest, one. I don't even feel like her story in season one was that not important. That's not the word I'm trying no, to say. It, but it wasn't. it wasn't like never felt like a focal point to me at least. Right. I thought it was interesting seeing that learning of expression and identity mm-hmm. and in the digital space and things like that. Right. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like personally I was missing out on anything from her story being cut a little bit, which I know uh, no. you don't agree with, no. which is fine. But I I do I still am really interested in Kat and Ethan. Because especially after seeing him in the finale, these past right. episodes, I'm like, I want more of him. I wonder what she's going to... Yeah, so we'll see. I think that that will come back in season three, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Justice for Barbie. I agree. <laughs> well, I think like like Lexi was a minor character in season one, right? Oh, totally. And had this huge comeback in season two. But now Which it kind of I feel switched. like did way more for the right. story than something like seeing more of Cat well, because we saw Cat a lot in the first right. season. I do. I think that too, but I think it's just like hard to, to be like, oh my gosh, this person who like you see a lot of yourself in is just like written off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why don't we follow our story? That's what I felt like when they wrote off McKay personally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You really saw yourself in him? I really saw myself in McKay. (laughs) I don't see anyone calling for justice for McKay. Because I could care less. No, I I could do that. I could care less about McKay. I really could. So no, goodbye, I, McKay. Rest in peace, McKay. Bring back Kat. No, I, I think we'll see more of her. So where are you at with this show after two seasons? Mm-hmm. Like from first season, first episode to now, episode eight of season two. In a crazy way, I'm almost content if it If ended. it were to have been done. I know that there's another season. Like, yeah. But in a way, I'm like, okay, like I'm, f- I mean, obviously like the Lexi and the Fez and like, Mm-hmm. All of those stories, but in a way, it's a whole other season. Doesn't just answer about Lexi and Fez. It has to open up a whole new plot line. It has to open up or close the, like stories like Cat, right? Ethan or right. It's just like Nate and Jules whole, and all these other things. And there's a right now. I'm content, obviously, except for Fez. Fez is a huge one. Right now, I'm content with how all of the characters are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I love Rue and Recovery. I love her and Jules not together. Yeah. I like Elliot seeing, maybe I should want more for my life. You know what yeah. I mean? I like Cassie being able to sit with the consequences of her actions. Mm-hmm. Maddie being able to be like, I deserve better than both of them. Yes. Vape girl in vape the bathroom. Girl, more vape Vaping. girl in season three, please. I think they knew when she see blew that smoke clouds. in the hallway. I think it was that, a nod. That was, was a, a nod. One thousand percent. It was a nod. Which She's I gonna love. be class president for sure. <laughs> Valedictorian. <laughs> Valedictorian. Baby. She just goes on a crazy, <laughs> crazy arc. Yeah, she becomes. She kills Nate. Lexi, but for season three, oh. huge storyline. Yeah, totally. Vape girl, <laughs> season three. <laughs> I love oh, her. She is funny. She adds good humor. Because she's, everybody knew a girl like that in high oh, school. Oh, you're just around. She's kind of friends with everyone, Beat knows everyone. Up. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's like, if you want to bring it back to like ancient, like <laughs> Greece, like she's like the the chorus. Right. Like she's the. A thousand percent. The, exclamatory like beat her up the adidas yes tracksuit superstars yes yes no I that's her it. character i totally. loved it i thought it was actually perfect she was great you, Faye. Faye. yeah so i think we have different opinions on Faye. Mm-hmm. completely useless character definitely she didn't need to be in the show there was a one point where her character kind of served a purpose and that's when she kind of almost created a wedge between fez and lexi when they're in like the gas station and Lexi sees her and then she kind of like pulls off from mm-hmm. Fez. But that didn't really go anywhere or do anything because obviously the two became very close. I also think at the beginning when she's in the car with Zendaya, I think it kind of in a way gave Zendaya a glimpse of like where she could or be. Rue, Rue a yeah. glimpse of like, oh my goodness, like yeah, this what is am the I reality doing? kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I do think she added humor. Like when she totally. was in scenes, like there would be funny moments with her character for sure. Right. Like as a character, I feel like that's probably all she will be. And mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with that. Right. I'd love to hear your thoughts on I her. agree. I think maybe in a weird way they might quote unquote replace Ash Trey with her of like, like the side this kick. loyalty to Fez. Uh-huh. I don't see that for sure happening. I mean, I don't know if she's going to stick around. I think it, maybe. It, I don't care if she does. I don't yeah, care if she does. Same. Because she did help. She told Fez to not. Like right. say anything. I'm satisfied with who she was in this yeah, show. Yeah, it's great. Maybe if they bring and her back it, for an episode or two next. If anything, again, I think it shows Fez's nurturing side. Mm-hmm. That's what her character kind of did. Right. One thing that was crazy to me was the fact that they just found Angus on the streets. His acting in tonight's episode was the best of the whole two seasons. Insane. And the fact that this man was just scouted walking doesn't even have acting that, that, that I know of. <laughs> now he's modeling for Gab. He's incredible. That was when he was on the floor, like pleading with Ash. I was like, Yeah, that was when I'm like, okay, this dude, the classes are paying off. <laughs> the acting classes are right. coming together yeah. right here, right now. The euphoria checks from season one. Yeah. Are definitely <laughs> kicking in. They're kicking in this whole episode. It was great for him. The scenes I on the agree. phone, I was like, I'm, I am believing his performance right now. I know. I think there's a lot of talk about euphoria being unrealistic, right? This in some regards, it's a show. Like, right, still. but like this doesn't happen in high school. But there's moments that definitely make them feel like normal characters like Lexi with her AirPods and holding her phone like talking to yeah. Fez out back like all giddy and they're just like on the phone talking for hours on end. Also like I think it's probably more normal to us who live in a very pop culture heavy West Coast right. environment because that's definitely kind of where the show totally. resides. It's not like 
it's very much like yeah it's not like the midwest like you're it feels like la or like some sort of suburb in orange county like yeah where this behavior is it's like those outfits aren't yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. exactly so I i think it takes like moments that are somewhat true to life and then just like expands upon them and makes them a little more artsy and Agreed. out of this world. Agreed. But yeah, a moment like the f- the phone call between Lexi and Fess, very yes. like real. Like Yes, like little f- things everyone's like that. In that. Yeah. I think it's really cute. I'll just say this about this show as a whole so far. I still, I need to sit on it a little more before I figure out if I like the first season more than the second season. Not that that really no, means yeah. anything. I think this season for sure leaned more heavily into the cinematography and like the artistic elements of the show. A lot of symbolism, crazy imagery, camera work and like especially with the play, like the ability to like move narratively between reality and a version of their reality effortlessly. And you can't tell like, is this like... Right. them is this the actors on the stage like i, I thought that, that was really really good i agree and like lots of amazing and beautiful usage of light light sourcing i don't know that sh- aspect of the show i've always enjoyed and i think mm-hmm. a few times i think to a fault they leaned into it a lot on this season there were times where i'm like okay we could be doing a little more than like i agree these cool little montages they're cool but like yes because I, I personally didn't feel like anything really started like making me invested into like the fourth or fifth episode of the season. And I think that was a general consensus. Whereas like well. last season from the first episode, I'm like, like let's go. Come which, on. Not I'm here. to sound like a broken record, but this season felt like so very a 24. This season mm-hmm. felt like all of the mid nineties, like all of these, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like very mid nineties. Yes. The first season I was like, mm, I can kind of see where this is. It felt a little more, unique to itself right first season this season i can see like when it had that picture of like the flowers and it said like, oh yeah for like literally like 40 seconds i was like okay this yeah. is definitely from them yeah. but yeah i liked it a lot I-, I agree i don't know which one i like better yeah i think they're both great i agree and if you're somehow still listening and haven't seen either you should watch maybe what are you go doing watch them. maybe go watch it right now eight bucks hbo but season three where do you think they might go? Where would you like to see them go if you were in that writer's room? And you know what we know now after episode eight. I would like to see... You said while we were watching that you want to see Jules and Nate. Do you want to like <laughs> explain that more to me? Because I was like, I what? just meant in the fact that they're literally perfect for each other in the sense of I think Jules thinks she's a good person. And she, I think yeah. Jules thinks she's very noble and all of this stuff but in a way like this is going to be such a unpopular opinion i think jules did worse than cassie this season as a character yes how so i think so the betrayal of like maddie and cassie obviously was horrible and i'm definitely against that against that yeah. and i love maddie way more than i love cassie but they were both single right as like mm-hmm. horrible as that is they were both single and you know, Nate, whatever. That's that's gotta that. do what you gotta do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jules played this like, I'm just trying to do what's best for you, Rue. Like mm-hmm. you're struggling addiction and like I love you, but like you're cheating on me and like you're doing it with him. And then it's like she's like projecting, right? And then she ends up yeah. cheating. Doing the thing she accused she's them accusing of. of. And then it's like 
Elliot and Rue are the same person. They're both struggling with substance issues. Yeah. They're both lying. They are both, you know, doing yeah. these things. But the only difference is, is you're in a relationship with one of them and not the other, yet you sleep with this person thinking that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm just treated so badly. It's like, no, Elliot is literally like if Rue and Nate had a kid. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't know. I, that just didn't sit right with me, but that's my opinion. And when she went to Rue and she was like, I still love you, Rue. Yeah. That's when I said, that's when I looked at Anthony. I was like, she needs to be with Nate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely, like, she's definitely not, I don't think, as, like, manipulative as someone like a Nate. No. But I do think she just doesn't take the full picture in. She's just a little selfish, I think. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's she's so interesting. She's a tricky character. It's tricky because she doesn't really victimize people either. No. I think she just refuses to see any of her own mistakes. Her accountability. She has no accountability. No. That's the perfect way to say it. I, I think she has no accountability. And I think, too, the suitcase thing, I get it. That that was needed, but to do that with a guy you cheated with, and to do mm, it in yeah. the, like to br- I obviously I know there's well, more layers yeah. than just cheating in that aspect, but it's like how are you gonna sit there and say like you love this girl repeatedly? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So in season three, maybe some Jules redemption would be nice. Like maybe some yeah. some or just her and Rue going separate separate ways. ways. I'd like to dead a few things. I know it's probably unrealistic, but I would love it if Rue stayed sober and we can kind of see her progress. I think she will. I think doing another season of her just like dealing with addiction, I think could get old, especially with this season, us going to like probably her lowest low Yes. with the suitcase and everything that happened around that. I don't think it makes sense story-wise for it to be like, she's back on drugs. It would definitely be realistic, but it's just not. Like for a TV show. For a TV show. It's like... I would like to see her stay sober in season three. Uh-huh. I would like to see Maddie completely leave Nate mm-hmm. like in its entirety in season three. Like obviously they can interact or whatever, but I don't want to see her yeah. like consider going back. Cause I I'd think- love to see her become a single queen yes. girl boss. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Cause for her to keep this like badass reputation yeah. that everybody associates with no, Maddie. I think she'll get a little more softer. Yes. And like, more herself. I yes. feel like the person Maddie knows she wants to be. Because she's definitely a sweet character. I think we saw that a lot this season with like her interaction with the Rue, babysitting and the bowling alley. Yeah. I mean, even how she was a friend to Jules and Kat. Mm-hmm. I think she is inherently good. Yes. Cares about people. But yes. I think it's just her reputation and then this relationship we had, she had with Nate for so long that's kept her from like just being right. genuinely that. Right. 100% of the time. Right. In a way, I kind of want to see more Cassie and Nate. Yeah, I think we will. Do you think Lori will be in season three? Is that the mom? No, Lori's That's the drug the, queen. Yes. The, the, the drug king, queen. <laughs> the queen pin. Not the king yes. pin, the queen pin. Yeah. I think so. I'm sure she has some sort of she retribution in mind because Rue basically She's horrified. lost her money. Mm-hmm. Or they could just leave it as what it was, and it's like, oh, she got away. <laughs> yeah, dang. That's all, folks. That was such a scary scene. Some things that I've seen like floating around the internet that I agree with is Sydney Sweeney in a horror movie. Oh, she'd be great. She would be insane, and I she didn't even kill. realize it until this. The scene, how it opened with her panting into the, uh, into the oh, glass. Oh, that too. I thought you meant on the door. No, it's no, no. The first For episode. This episode mm-hmm. when she 
almost is in a psychotic state. Yes. Or not, she was in but a psychotic in, state. Yeah. Even her acting was scary. Mm-hmm. I was like, you could yes. be it's a her sc- eyes. You, She could do both. I think she could play really sweet. like a like a, a victim character mm-hmm. in like a horror film or like mm-hmm. a psycho crazy person. She's just a great actress. No, she's great. She's, in, she's incredible. For season three, I want to know what happens with Fez. Right. And I guess that ties in a little too with Lexi. Obviously, more healthy Rue. That's a win. Love it. Love that. Ethan. Ethan. I would like to see some Ethan and Kat. I agree. One thing I think that they should keep done is the babysitting moment. That was fine. Like, we can close that chapter. Yeah, and I think the moment they had in the pool was, like, yes. a moment where Maddie got to learn. Yes, because I, th- I think that's all she needed from that I agree. little side story. I agree. And the camera that was attached to the, the clock, I think mm-hmm. it was completed when they gave her the dress. The dress. Like yeah. that was good. Um, I think it got weird when she um, dipped her dress. But then when they talked in the pool and it was just like a sister moment, I was like, okay. Yeah. They, yeah, that was weird. They kind of teed it up like it was going to yes. be something a little taboo or scandalous. But right. But they can just chalk it up to like normal. a girl moment with a girl like. Just girls being girls. You know, yeah. sisterly advice, whatever. So I'm, yeah. I want that to stay there. I don't want totally. people to be like, what about the camera? Doesn't give him the dress. Yeah. What would you ideally want from Kat's character? Because what was her story supposed to be this season? I think so. Is that known? Or? Here's, I don't know this season, but in general, I think it's just really cool for like a super trendy TV show to see like a plus size character just not be like the funny character or mm-hmm. like the one always making jokes. You know, I think that was yeah. just cool in and of itself that, she, you know, there was like some progressiveness mm-hmm. with that. So I think I really loved that aspect of it. With Kat's character this season, I think she definitely had like an internal struggle of, you know, when she was with Ethan's parents mm-hmm. and then when she was like crying in her bed of like, I'm miserable. I mean, she did have some good moments. Definitely. Yeah. That sequence of her on her bed was good. But ideally in season three, I would just kind of like her to go back to season one cat. Yeah. Really confident, really kind of I back think, to normal. Because I think what this season did was show us that in season one, that image she was portraying still wasn't necessarily who she wanted she to was, be. Yeah. It was who she thought she needed to be in that moment, which I think helped lift her confidence for sure. But I think if they found a way to give her that confidence, but in a more genuine, like totally. true to herself way I that agree. wasn't like rooted in finding affirmation through random people on a webcam app or the clothes she wears, but it's just like truly just yes. her being confident and like doing whatever she does in the story. Yes. But just like, being a little more actualized, I think that could be really cool. I agree. And I think her and Maddie can kind of become like a little Maybe, duo. Yeah, I think if they do that with those two characters, because those two clearly have a lot of the have same a lot of like qualities. Qualities and like care for one another as characters. So if maybe there's an arc for Maddie and Kat just Together. doing their girl thing, owning yes. it, needing no kind man. Of staying out. Even if they staying like, home, just owning it, face masks, everything. We jade love rollers. It. Jade rollers. As much as it would suck, even if like in a way, if they even went somewhere else and weren't in season three and like yeah. they were in college together or they were like yeah. something They're satisfying. <laughs> in college. <laughs> they, have a, they have a webcam app. Yeah. <laughs> something satisfying where, I don't know. I don't think they're going to lose any characters though. I don't think any of them are going to go away. Yes. How? Okay. I will say this. I do think they should end it next season. I agree. I think... A lot of shows in the streaming culture we live in, and I think it's always kind of been a thing with TV. We don't know when to stop. The, the idea of brevity 
and like knowing the power and importance of knowing when a good story stops. Right. But I think like keeping this more of like almost a limited series and not being like, I don't think we need eight seasons of Euphoria. No. I think three would be perfect. Make it like a trilogy. Three would be great. Series. You three, know what I mean? Yeah. I also think too is um, like there's shows that were so good and then they just didn't end well. Yeah, that too. That's and also a risk of like, running longer. Oh my goodness, like American Horror Story <laughs> burned to the ground. Like, yeah. But it had so much potential. Like if it just started while it was ahead. So I don't want that to be like a euphoria thing where like the fans love it so much that it does not stop. Yeah. Because I can see where people are like, another season. But like even now, like I think obviously the huge thing is Fez. We want to tie up what happens with him. So I do mm. think we would need another season. But if it didn't happen, it wouldn't be the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Season three. Let's end it. That's my hashtag. Season three. Let's end it. Let's end this At thing. Euphoria. At Euphoria. Let's end this thing. Season three. Let's yeah. end it. Let's let's wrap it up. Mm-hmm. They all die. That would actually. They are on a school bus to it's go a dream. to a field trip and they just die. Yeah. Rue just wakes up the day before high school. <laughs> wakes up in a hospital Her dad's bed. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. That would be, that'd be the ending we need. What character do you think you are in Euphoria? Which one do you You go first. I would love to hear who you oh. feel like you, you relate to. Suze. <laughs> I'm a wine mom at heart. No. What character do I think I relate most with? Um, and it is Jules' have- dad, for sure. It- <laughs> Generally disinterested like- and unparticipatory in their daughter's life. Your daughter's life? Yeah, I'm telling the world. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm like, no, I'm kidding. It doesn't have to be I, like character flaw. It can just be like, yeah, oh, yeah, at, yeah. at its core, I see myself. As a white cisgendered male, it'd have to be <laughs> Nate. Yeah, you guys got the on height. On paper, on height, on the indie music stature, taste. look. Yeah, the drinking and driving. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Going 90. Going 90. Yeah, no. Character McKay. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. I don't, I don't feel like generally. No. I for guys, I feel like it's probably a little different. Yeah, because there's not there. like a ton of guy cast. Like maybe Ethan. <laughs> there's not a lot of male representation. Like if, if there had to be one, it'd probably yeah. be Ethan of You're the little funny. we know of his character. A simp. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's the show, folks. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's it. Stop, stop, stop. Who have I ever simped for? It was a joke. That's why it was a joke. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I feel like you're making this more of a thing than I did. Okay, go. So Ethan in the aspect. I feel like just. He's funny. Yeah, he's seems like a creative dude and mm. generally unproblematic. Can dance. Can dance. Can move those hips. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like. The way he handled the whole situation with Kat is yes. felt like a way I would handle I would the agree. situation. I would totally agree. I could see as, as doing being that. gaslit, just remaining completely calm. Be like, okay. Like that's definitely me. Yes. Because man, do I get gaslit <laughs> at diners <laughs> all the time. <laughs> After uh, you take her to Chinese with your family. Yeah. No, Ethan for sure. Ethan, I can see that. I that's would why I want say... more of him in season three. Selfishly. <laughs> You said I need my representation. I need representation. I would say it's split. Season one. Nate and Cal. Yeah. 
the mom. What's her name? Marsha. Marsha. Season one, I saw. I don't know. At its core, I would say cat because like mm-hmm. body issues, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. That's why I loved her so much. Black hair, like physically, like yeah, whatever. This season, I think, not to expose myself, there was moments of Cassie that I was like, yeah, you're hitting a little too close to home. Just in the like that she wants something so bad, she doesn't see how crazy it's making her look, mm-hmm. and I'm sure in a year it won't matter to her. But it's like. Now it's like all she can hyper fixate on and think about. Yeah, that's so true. Definitely not in the aspect of sabotaging your best friend yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. or anything like that or like letting a guy treat you like that, but just being so down bad that it's like laughable. <laughs> would be. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Kendall is down bad. No. no, I have my weekly hot take. Oh, what's the take? I don't think you're going to agree with me. Okay. But I think Star Trek is better than Star Wars. <laughs> Ooh. so are we speaking like about the movies because star trek where i think it differs from star wars is like tv show the aspect. like the tv show like i think of star star trek more as like a show right like i don't think of the movies as a movie um yeah i would say comparing show to movies or just if we're talking about space movies in general like concept to concept mm-hmm. concept to concept i would say star trek's probably better hmm. than star wars why have I could you, be biased. Have I mean, you seen all the stars? I haven't seen all the Star Wars. Okay, well then. But I don't think I need to watch all. Uneducated I'm talking about like take. the core of the like core. the seventies. Okay, what's like, the core of Star Wars? No, listen. This is what I mean. I mean, like character-wise. Oh. I mean, storyline-wise. Have you seen well, that? The only characters anyone knows from Star Trek are Captain Kirk and Spock. Okay, not relevancy well, issue. I think just personal hot takes. But you're not giving me anything. Listen, I think Star Wars is fun. And I think if they stopped it when they did, it would have been better. I like the series they're doing now. They're cute and they're fun. Like the Mandalorian and yeah, stuff. Yeah, those are great. Mm-hmm. But after a certain point, it was just like no one to stop. Yeah, as we said. Star Trek 2 kind of got a little carried away there. But like concept to concept, original like. This and this, and also the timeline of Star Wars is so confusing. No, well, you haven't say. seen them all, right? I feel like it's not actually that confusing. In my opinion, it's so confusing. Like the part that I think is confusing is that like the original trilogy is is like the middle of the timeline, right. and they were made first, and like that tends, I think, to throw people off. Yes, so but you, like from starting from episode one to like yeah, they they all chronologically work in order right. as the movies are numbered. Totally. Yeah. No, I'm not saying Star Wars is bad. I think Star Wars is great. I think it's a fun little moment, but yeah. I'm a saying... A little moment. <laughs> I'm saying... Star Wars had its little moment. <laughs> Star Trek, on the other hand, you know... I'm like... Even back. smaller moment. I know. I know. And it technically... Okay, what is it about Star Trek that you, I guess, below? I think it's so, f- like, fun... Oh. Also, not to expose myself, is I love Doctor Who, and like those. This is starting to make more sense. Yeah, <laughs> and you do theater. You do theater. You like, you like Doctor, Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, no, where no, the no, pieces no. are fitting. No, no. Star Trek definitely a more British version of Star Wars, and you tend to have right. a bias towards right. English right. content. I think it's just more fun and outlandish. And yeah, well, they're different concepts of totally. Like, they're different completely. concepts. Star Trek is. As the name implies, like this cool space crew going around right. different planets. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's an intergalactic opera. <laughs> it's 
It is, though. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I like I like Star Wars. It's enjoyable, but mm. I think, I, I, I don't know. I just think the stories, I can watch, that's again just personal preference. I can watch Star Trek repeatedly. Huh. I don't, I couldn't watch Star Wars. Mm. What a take. That's a take. <laughs> Okay, this is a great moment to say, if you're listening on Spotify, Spotify, go to the description of this episode. There will be a poll that says Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> and as you go vote, there will also be a question that asks, what do you want to hear from us? This is a cool new feature that's on Spotify. It was on the last episode, so if you've already listened to that or haven't yet, again, what are you doing? Go listen to episode one. There is a poll it. and a question. So do it. Do it. Only on Spotify, though. Only on Spotify, because... We love you, Spotify. We love you, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to be our time for this week. Of course, thank you so much for listening to this show. We know you love it. We know you're eating it up. Yep. We'll be back for more. And next week should be really fun. It's more of a genre-centric episode. I think mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about comedy as well as some other stuff, how we do. It's plotless yes. with a special guest. So you're going to want to make sure to tune into that. Mm -hmm. So follow us. Do the thing. You know what to do. All of the buttons. All the buttons. Click them. Tap them. Add them. Add them. Become mutuals with us. Yes. Become our mutuals. Go follow us. Follow for follow. Follow for follow. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.